0: Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. I am your host, Alice Edgerton, and on this podcast, we are the filling station for creating a life you desire and deserve and being fulfilled to be the best you can be in this season of life. We talk about daily inspiration, encouragement, uplifting for you each and every week. hello all you lovely ladies so if you are listening on our podcast my podcast is fulfilled after 50 and we are on episode 68 and we have a special guest today is Carrie Jeffries and Carrie is a Peak performance coach, but I met Carrie um, probably, I guess, maybe two years ago now. And I met Carrie in Nashville, Tennessee. We were at a similar networking group. We work with a coach because everybody needs a coach. So, you know, in this season of life, which it's fulfilled after 50, if you ladies are watching on YouTube or our Facebook Live here, you know, we sometimes struggle with our confidence in this season of life. So Carrie came on today and she's going to talk to us a little bit about our confidence because when we're in our 50s, we actually should have the most confidence in our lives and at our peak right now because we've been through so many experiences. But like Carrie and I were talking about before, sometimes it is that fear of why we feel like we're too old to start a new business. Sometimes we feel that we are too old to maybe change our healthy um, eating or, you know, whatever it is. You know our confidence deals with everything in our life so i'd love for you to introduce yourself Carrie, and just tell them a little bit about you and how you got to this point would be great well
1: that's a wild ride because it has my life has just been so full so we certainly don't have time for me to tell the whole thing but we're going to tell just like this little clip or sort of this eclipse of things so I was really an entrepreneur, probably from the time I was a kid, I didn't even know it. I mean, who knew what that word was? I didn't even really know what like owning a business was like because nobody in my family did, but I always had this, there was just something that drove me inside. I was even one of these crazy little kids making potholes was one of those dumb little things and trying to go door to door selling it. So, and there were parts that I liked and parts that I didn't, but I have definitely not followed a traditional path. So one of the things that you had said is, uh, and I really heard this loud and clear before we even started this, but even when you were talking was that, is it too late? And I am here to say, and she knows I have to watch my language, but heck to the no, (laughs) like no. One of the things that I was really blessed with was a father that even though my father wasn't even supposed to live, he was born a little runt and he he was one of, I think, 17 children or something like that. It was crazy. And they were dirt dog poor, like with nothing. And so my father was the only one to go to college, to achieve things. And, and somehow there was that something that God put in him that just kept driving him. And then he instilled that in me. So one of the things he always said was, it, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late. And somewhere all along the, throughout my life, I kept getting that same message that it's never too late. And so my fundamental attitude, opinion, belief, everything is that it's never too late until you literally take your last breath. That is the only, time that it is too late. So I've have, I've watched people in their nineties who have run their first marathon or others who were in set, who were, who really didn't even hit their stride till 70 and created this thriving business. So there's so many examples of how it's never, ever too late. And I think there's this misnomer out there too, is that you only get like one mission. And I think that's garbage. I I think the mission can change the purpose. Deep down within doesn't really change. I think we were born for something, but that thing isn't a business or a job or something like that. There are so many different ways that we can bring out that purpose that we were created for a lot of times, the mission can change, the vision can change, but that purpose doesn't change, but never confuse purpose with the mission or the vision. So even though you may have had a career or maybe a number of different careers and you're thinking, what am I going to do now? There are so many different options. The challenge that I see is that even when we strip everything away, it always boils down to that fear. You know and the higher the performer that you may have been sometimes you think oh well the confidence is going to be a problem but you know i call it the fraud factor other people call it the uh imposter sy- syndrome and right. so you end up with this imposteritis, like where you just don't ever feel worthy or qualified or whatever and so even though you see people with confidence doesn't mean they don't struggle with it i do you know some people have said to me well you're one of the most confident people and i'm thinking oh my gosh sometimes if you only knew (laughs) the things behind the scenes because i am but there are things that you can do to shore that up it's not that we don't experience that same fear it's just learning how to move through it quicker maybe or even more efficiently so
0: that's kind of in a nutshell Yeah. So I tell my ladies, you know, like your career really leads to your retirement. And so we may have a career and that's going for our retirement, but our calling and our purpose is never retire from it. That goes till the day that we no longer have blood pumping through our veins, right? I think the challenge is is that, you know, God puts a unique purpose in all of our lives, and it's how do we unveil that? How do we unwrap that? And, you know, I think part of the problem with confidence is that we have a lot of comparitis as women Ooh
1: boy you spot on it's i right. i, I jotted down just a couple of little you know points and that was what one of the big ones that i wrote down because um it's all it's all seemed to be rooted in fear but it does show up in different ways and i call it the uh comparison prison that's what i have yes. called it, and it's so true and it happens i mean it happens to men too but women seem to struggle with this one even more so and sometimes as you go further on in life because you're watching so many other people do so many things that you think are amazing and you're thinking and secretly somewhere down deep, a lot of times you're thinking, I'm not that amazing, I can't do that. But the reality is we need to stop comparing because God doesn't compare us and God didn't compare our callings and God didn't create us to have competing callings, but complementary callings. So, and it really is about the calling in fact, I don't even like the word retirement because I plan to never retire. That doesn't maybe mean that you work forever for money or in a particular career. I probably will, but I'm just one of those insane people because I just love to work. But I got this idea. I had this idea in my head, but then I heard a guy, Rabbi Daniel Lappin speak. And one of the so interesting things that he said was that in Hebrew, there is no word for retirement. And, people you could see these confused looks on their face but he explained because with your work whatever that looks like whether it's a job or serving things or whatever it is you're serving god's people and his question was when are you done serving god's people so it kind of goes back to that thing that i had talked about where i learned from my father that it's never too late until you take your last breath. Cause you're always serving. There's always this calling and maybe we go into a different season or a different phase and we transition into that. Um, but it never goes away to your right. point. So it, it is, there is a deeper calling and that deeper calling definitely ties into that purpose. That's why I said the mission, the vision can change, but definitely not that purpose, which ties into that calling.
0: Right. And just like you said we get we get trapped and then we get analysis paralysis because we're always looking at somebody else's we take our blinders off and i know in the beginning you know i'm 55 so at 50 it's not because it was the number 50 that um changed things for me it was because my season changed for me kids left and that left me in a season that I had no idea what my life was supposed to look like now and then I saw you know the this person here and that person there they were doing this and they were doing that and I was trying to follow and their journey like- and then I missed the blessings that were for me in my journey. And what did that look like for me? And I really didn't understand that, Carrie, until I started reading and looking, mm. to develop me, because nothing was going to unveil until I discovered who I was again. Because I was a person before I was a mom, right? And who absolutely. was absolutely. <laughs>
1: absolutely and i think that's the challenge is sometimes people start to pigeonhole themselves in one or two things and and they start to see that as their identity and it's not your identity it's it's something that you do it's a part of you and you pardon me for a second and you won't and you don't want to deny that part but we do have these seasons and it can start to feel like a roller coaster but I kind of look at that as the fun part. I mean, it, it can be very nerve wracking, but that's the fun part. And there are lots of different changes. Cause I had a whole different business from what I had, you know, and it was about five, not quite five years ago, or almost five years ago, I had another business I'd been doing for 10 years, but the sort of behind the scenes secret was I was successful and totally miserable, like completely miserable. And the more the time went on, the more I hated it. And I kind of just fell into it, you know, yeah. because just cause you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. But also just cause you're passionate about it, doesn't mean you're going to make a profit from it either. So there's this kind of little recipe that I put, I had to put together for myself during this time. But the, the biggest secret behind it was I was really afraid to make the leap. Sometimes we allow success or where we've been or where we are comfortable to become the trap instead of being able to, even if you just take and dip your toe on the other side, you know, I find it interesting and this might be hard for some people to hear, but I, you know, as you well know, Alice, I'm kind of a tough talker at times, but that is this, if we're going to talk about faith, we better walk about faith. Right. And what that means is if we're going to, if we're going to talk, if we're going to really talk it then we need to be willing to step out of that boat with that first step. Like, you know, when Jesus told, was it Peter to, not always perfect, but to step out of that boat, you know? And then there was a, there's a book that was written and I never even read it, but the title was so amazing because you can get these little inspirations from everywhere. And I can't even remember who the, who the name of the author was right off the top of my head, but it said this just enough light for the step I'm on. I think the fear comes because we think we've got to know everything and we're going to have this lightning bolt moment. The lightning bolt's not coming. The lightning bolt happens and the clarity happens with each step that you take. And if we're going to talk about faith, we got to take that next step in faith. Now, I'm not talking about this gigantic leap. Um I don't necessarily say if somebody's doing something that they should just jump off the cliff without a parachute. That will make you even more uncomfortable, but I call it fearing on purpose. And one of the things with fearing on purpose is taking these small steps, steps that are uncomfortable. And here's a second tip to that. How do you, how do you do that? If you just cannot get past that first step, I call it a brave buddy. Because, you know, it's always easier to be brave with somebody else or with a group of people. So you've, but you've got to find the right people because some people will want to keep you. They don't mean it on purpose to keep you trapped but they're not comfortable with moving out. And so they don't want you to move out as well. So you need to find a brave buddy that, that sees that promise and that blessing and that calling in you and yeah. to be able to help you take that step out and just said, come on, girl, give me that hand. We're going, we're making yes. that phone call. We're taking that step. We're going to that art class, whatever it is. And so that's another thing. That's a third thing is you can start to explore different things, call it dating yourself. Cause you yeah. talked about, getting to know yourself and how do you get to know yourself? How about you start dating yourself? Try some different things that feel a little uncomfortable or that maybe you never thought of. I had a co I had a coach during that time when I was working to transition to where I'm at now. And she said, okay, I want you to do something creative. And I'm like, you know, what are you talking about? I'm not creative. I don't think do, but I didn't realize I was just in a different way So she made me pick something creative like an art and I was like, I don't do art. Are you kidding me? So kicking and screaming I Finally was like, okay, whatever. I'll just go to one of these wine and paint classes, you know, whatever. I'll just oh My guy with like the big exclamation points. I was hooked. I was hooked and so I should have brought, I should have had this closer because I, I should, I could, I can't quite reach it. But I started one of these wine and paint classes. You know what? Uh, Hold on yeah. one second. I want to grab this.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And eventually, after uh, so many years, I've worked up to doing abstract, which is actually really difficult. People think it's hard, but I've yeah. hung this. Let me see if I can get it in the frame oh wow look at that from like these stupid little bicycle in front of a window with one of these dumb wine and paint and they're not dumb they were really fun so i started with the wine and paint and then it was hooked and then i went to more and then eventually you know, it got too easy. So then I found an arts, uh, an art, um, like an art supply place, and they had classes. But then eventually, I was like, okay. So you don't also, know if now. A I'm not the to make money, but over,
0: it is over, such, over to our private Facebook group is such a filled after fifty-five It 50 really, a, it 50 really creativity it's that great, I didn't know great great I had. It helped show me positive,
1: so many lessons because there were so women that are many in there. lessons and if you have that I learned and get this, they were about fear
0: and comparison
1: and being brave and it was uh, amazing all these lessons Mondays, i started learning when i was going podcast. to these art classes in and fact there were so many i was like i gotta i gotta take a notebook because i'm always life. learning and i'm always so jumping something down great, so i'm like oh my god i gotta jump and they were crazy and now they have turned into, into this, lessons, lessons that i helped out, my audience to learn along the way as
0: well so even if you're afraid
1: now you don't have to take that big if i had started with that i probably would have stopped because i it was very it would have been very defeating but starting with something simple and fun, whatever that might look like for them, maybe it's trying out a new recipe. I know that sometimes that feels scary because you're just comfortable in where you're at. Or maybe it is um, going to meet up with a new group that you've never met with before or something. Take, yes. But take that brave buddy with you if you have to. Um, the other thing is this. And this is a little tip I learned from acting. I Let me back up. Let me preface this. I actually hate fake it till you make it. I hate, 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 I know you're not supposed to hate, but I do hate that term. And here's why, because nobody wants to be a faker. Nobody wants to feel like a faker. We don't wanna feel like we're faking anything. But one of the things I learned from acting class was how you get into the mindset of that person, of where you're going is to get into what that person would be thinking. If you were a brave person, if you were a confident person, if you were doing whatever that thing is you wanna do, what would your thoughts be? What would you be thinking? How would you be acting? What would you be doing? You know, just kind of, I call it an act as if, and the more that you step into that place, it's not faking it because you're, you're beginning to teach yourself along the way to think like that. And the more you do that, the more you begin to feel that inside, because deep down you've all had something where you were really afraid you did it anyway. And then there's this charge and this electrified, Thing of confidence, and you just want to tap into more of that. And that leads to another one was to think back to a time that you, if, you, if you're really terrified, think back to a time where you had one of those big wins like that, yes. get into that same mindset, and then take that first step.
0: Yes. So um, I'm like, yeah.
1: they're so, just coming off the top of my head right now. It just boom, boom, boom. But that, yes. those have all just really helped me over the years. I love that and grace and space is one of the biggest things I would tell you because you've got to give yourself grace and you've got to give yeah. yourself space to learn and get to know yourself and to grow. And you're an amazing person. So appreciate that. Start yeah. with that. That's part of grace is, is appreciating all the wonderful things God created in you because God doesn't create junk, you know, that, and I know that.
0: Exactly. I just love the brave buddy analogy though. That is so important. So I talk to uh, these membership ladies all the time about, uh, you know, just up leveling yourself. And the only way that you can do that for one is sometimes we have to just knock out the, the toxic people that we have that sometimes have prepped in our lives. Sometimes mm. the, the naysayers that are like, oh no, there is no way that you can do that. So sometimes we have to be brave to just, you might have to like small size your circle because it's quality over quantity, right? But yep. that brave body is so important and just being able to call somebody up and if we sometimes go on a self-pity trip you know it's having that brave buddy that says not today oh not today alice you are not letting that get over on you today and you need a brave buddy to tell you that not to be your cheerleader but to just say not today not today, you're not going to feel like We that.
1: all need a kick in the you know proverbial derriere at times, but we, right. we need somebody who will do both, who will, because it can't just, you know, I know sometimes I'm a tough talker, but I also love on people and it's knowing... Yeah when to encourage, it's knowing when to inspire, it's knowing when to kick their booty into gear, it's knowing when to grab their hand and take them with you. It's knowing when to do these things and we all need one. You know, God didn't create us to do this thing alone. Whatever this thing is for you, whatever that new thing is, whatever that next season is, we're not created to do it alone. We were created to do it you know, in connection and community and collaboration with, with one another. And if you think about Jesus's life, he always had that very close inner circle. Now, granted, somebody didn't have to give him a Jesus moment, but (laughs) he was that for them and that was that close inner circle. So we really have to guard that and protect that like wildfire, because that is one of the greatest joys and blessings and things that will give the juice to life.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. I love that so much, Carrie, as you're speaking, you know, it's just, you know, it goes back to making your relationships count because we cannot be fruitful by ourselves. It's like, absolutely. First, you know, I'm always a firm believer in your first relationship has to be with God, but next your relationship has to be with yourself without a doubt. Yes. And understanding yourself.
1: Yeah. Years ago, I heard, um, a gal, Barbara share who used to say, uh, isolation is a dream killer. And I think there's just no, almost no more powerful words when it comes to something around that isolation is a dream killer. It will, you know, you can be in business or in philanthropy or whatever it is, um, by yourself, or how I would say for yourself, but not by yourself. You're not going to do everything. I hate the term self-made. Nobody's self-made. Exactly. Listen, nobody did it on their own. In fact, all if right. nothing else, you did it with God.
0: <laughs> you know, right. The and
1: truth I, is you really did You did it with other people as well. Whoever God sent into your life, both the good experiences and the not so good experiences because right. we need to look at those for the lessons along the way as well. So, I guess, yeah. exactly. but I, I thought about the brave buddy when I was creating, um, I was uh creating one of my programs kind of around this whole thing and ha- what do you do next in your life and the picture that kept coming into my brain was back when I was a kid and I was really afraid to jump in the deep end of the water and having somebody else alongside made it and and then eventually you just have to be like okay I'm going for it you know because yes. at some point you got to take that step off that's that's that step out of the boat but that's what ca- that yes. kept coming to me and somehow God just gave me the words you need a brave buddy And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's exactly what everybody needs is a brave buddy, a brave buddy and an honest buddy. Like you said, that will tell you the truth yeah that's the absolute truth
0: yeah yeah exactly oh I have loved this conversation so much Carrie everything like you have said is just like spot on and so you know for one it starts internally right and Mm -hmm. I I talked a little bit about happiness on a previous podcast but it's like you know all of us look sometimes externally for that happiness you see those fancy cars, those big houses, those fancy clothes that maybe somebody has on. And you think, oh, if I just had that, I'd be happy. But happiness is not externally, right? It all begins right here within ourselves. And that's, you know, when we have that confidence, then it generates that confidence, which generates, you know, just being us, you know, confident in ourselves. I think it's that loop that constantly goes back around.
1: And it's that thing that people keep waiting to be confident until here's the secret, the super secret is the more that you take the step, the more confident you get confidence breeds confidence and confidence eventually breeds courage. So it needs to start with just a little bit of courage and then, then those will start feeding each other because the confidence comes from the action, from the taking and the doing of things, not just the thinking. You're not going to get it first. Sorry to burst that bubble, but um, you don't always get it first. In fact, most of the time you don't. In fact, God's waiting for you to step out and to trust and to have that faith to take that first step. And then when you do, that's what I'm telling you. The more that you step, the more that you take that action, the next one, the next one, the next one, the more that you're building what I call that mental toughness muscle. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about being tough, but it's not talk about being tough, being mean. It means being tough, having that exterior, having that grit, that deep down determination. Some people are born with it. Well, you know what? Goody gumdrops for them. For the rest of us, (laughs) you know what? We gotta feed that. And you know, here's Uh Here's the secret of it all: is you got to do it daily. Yeah, do it daily. Amen. You know, daily, yeah. and sometimes you know you got to do it over and over again daily. So, yes. um, amen, sister. Yep. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. So yeah, you know, you see this now, but it, like I said, it's been this crazy journey. What I'm doing today, I could not have done 20 years ago. Right. I really don't even think today I could have done it five years ago when I was changing into this new thing. And I didn't follow the path. I didn't follow some typical career for 40 years or whatever. I was somehow, I was just so different from the people in my age group. You know, I just sort of made my own path. How I don't know by the grace of god i guess <laughs> by the great and he gave me a lot of chutzpah and moxie that's for sure but the confidence did come later because I, I was very not confident when i was younger it, it, yeah. it was the comparison thing and it's just i think i've been doing this now like 25 or 30 years of and i've kind of always done it as a kid i was always fascinated by what makes people do what they do but then you really start to work on yourself. And I've been working on this thing for probably over 30 years. And so it just builds, doesn't mean it goes away, as I said, but you get faster and you have strategies in which when those moments come, when you're like, Oh my God, like I right. was just in a barren wasteland last year, trying to figure some things out. Cause I knew some things needed to change long before everybody else pivoted this year right. I was already in this pivot. And so, but you learn how to take yourself through those moments and, you start to just go back to getting to know yourself. Even if you've done a million personality things or whatever it is, it never hurts to do them again because you get insight in insights each and every time. And that's really what I did was go back to two things, my purpose. And then what was the mission God gave me for the business? And I realized neither one of those had changed. It's just, I needed to tweak some things along the path for what, what, what that was going to look like going forward. So hopefully that will help, uh, to help them to really get to just do some exploration, keep an idea journal right next to you. Everywhere you go, keep an idea journal, you know, and all that crazy junk that's in your brain, start writing it down. Every
0: you think about it (laughs) because inspiration for the moment, sometimes you'll forget it later. So, Exactly, it's having that brain dump and having something right. Like, yeah, even on my phone, I'll take a notes if I'm out walking the dog and something hits. But I just he and I told him, I
1: showed him this big long thing of what came out of my brain right after I woke up because my brain woke is one of those ADHD things. And I woke up and he's like, "Oh my god, that's enough for a book." I said, "What are you talking about? That's enough to fill the IRS code a whole room." <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Oh. So, but you don't have to do everything. But that's just for an exploration of really getting to know yourself so that you can figure out what that next thing is. And don't wait for the lightning bolt because it ain't coming. You just need to take that next step and then the clarity will come as well.
0: I I love that so much. Thank you so much, Carrie. That was so enlightening. If people are looking for you, can they find you on Facebook or where is the best place for them to find Carrie Jeffries? One of two places, either Facebook okay. or LinkedIn.
1: I, I do some similar things on them, but definitely different if they're looking for more of these types of things, that would be what you would find on Facebook. Cause okay. God has just given me all kinds of things. So I've been, you know he's been given all kinds of downloads lately. So, uh, there's a lot of it on Facebook and it's just under my name, Carrie Jeffries, so okay. I'm there, I would love to connect with them. So I invite you. And if you have a specific question, I'm happy to be here for you. You just reach out. Um, God didn't give us gifts to keep to ourselves. The gifts are for sharing. So
0: right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And everybody, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe. If you have not yet subscribed to our podcast, subscribe to Fulfilled After 50. And we come to you every week with a new episode. So we so appreciate Carrie Jeffries being on today. So everybody go out, have an amazing day today. say some kind words while you're out and about. Thanks again, Carrie.